Coming up on BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, the Cougar Hoopsters are rolling into the new year with seven straight wins, and now they're going back to Cali for two big WCC road games. Coach Pope and Atiki Ali Atiki are here to break it all down next on BYU TV. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, good evening and happy new year, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo, Utah. It's our weekly look inside the BYU Hoops program. Always great to have you tuning us in, whether live or on demand, on the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. For those of you joining us live, we invite you to take part in the show using the hashtag Pope Show, hashtag Pope Show tonight and every week. Coming up on this evening's broadcast, we will look back on a victorious opening weekend of WCC games for the Cougars, winning at Pacific and home against Portland. We'll preview a weekend road swing through SoCal coming up with the Cougs. Deep Blue will profile former Cougar hoopster Elijah Bryant. Sophomore big man Atiki Ali Atiki is our in-studio guest. We'll have Q&A for the coach and Atiki and a BYU Hoops trivia question to end tonight's program. But for the first time in the new calendar year, let's bring in the head coach of the Cougars. He's, of course, Mark Pope. How are you? Good. I can drink, and you cannot yet, I don't think. Nope, I'm on empty. We'll, fi we'll fix that during the break. Uh, I always wonder, what's on Mark's mind to well, begin the right show? now, this young man is on my, uh, my mind. What's your name? Jace. Jace? Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> so looks, like, looks like it's Jace's ninth. It's Jason's ninth birthday, and this is the thing. Do you know that for the last several weeks, Greg and I have been preparing <laughs> to sing happy birthday to you live on national television? Knowing that your birthday was coming up, the yes. week and the day have finally arrived. Should we do a medley? Uh, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Everybody, happy, happy birthday, birthday, dear Jace. Happy birthday to you. Wonderful. Let's go. You just went harmony. Just out of nowhere. That is amazing. You. Did you hear that? And, and we have a. That was incredible. Thank you. So, and we have an early in the game uh, BYU Utah score as well uh, oh. on the scoreboard there. Let's go. I love Cook's, it. Cook's up double digits early. That's, that always, is, that's always good. That is. <laughs> I, I'm still taken aback by you going harmony. You're, you're a singer. You know, we can sing every week if you want. Wow. I mean, this, this could be a thing, you know. Yeah, I hidden, love it. Hidden talents emerge. Today's well, happy birthday, man. Yeah. And happy new year. Here we are, 2023. Yeah, it's amazing. It is that. So uh, seven straight wins doesn't come around too often. No. I'm super excited about seven straight wins uh, because we had some losses before that. <laughs> but I'm also excited because thanks to Purdue last night, yeah. we moved into the top ten Current active longest winning streaks were number 10, tied for number 10. I'm super excited about that. That's an unbelievable accomplishment for our guys. Yeah, seven straight wins. It makes the show way more fun. Guys, when we come on the show after a loss, it's the worst. <laughs> Greg is sad. <laughs> I'm trying to put on a happy face. Ugh. Shows are so much more fun. So coming in seven straight yeah. is pretty fun. That's fantastic. Uh, the only longer win streak you've had, uh, came in your first season. Yeah. BYU's head coach at nine in a row. Yes. That was a special team that did that. Yes, it was. And so we were, I, I don't keep track of any of this, the, the, the like kind of esoteric data. And so we were going in, 
to post-game media after the game on Saturday. We just won seven. And our SID, Tyson Jex, who does an amazing job, mm-hmm. he was like, he's like, hey, that is, the, that is the longest winning streak since the COVID year. Yeah. And so then I go on the radio and I'm like, we've never, we've only won more games than this one time. Do you remember? And I was like, the last time we won this many games was the, I was thinking the year of COVID. And Greg very gently redirected and reinformed me that it was year one. But in a lot of ways, COVID was kind of like, that, that still sticks in our minds in a way that it's like. It's so weird. I think of the COVID year as, as the start, as the, as the next year, because that yeah. was the year we were in a mask all the time and the gym was yeah. empty and it was, oh, it was, that, was, that was actually a, such a hard year. But. Yeah, but uh, that, that was that. Uh, it was the uh, the Yoli, uh, TJ, Jake Toulson. Such year, a special right? group, man. One nine My gosh, special group. You got Spencer Johnson back yes. after five weeks away. We'll see Spencer in, in the highlights coming up a little bit. But um, just beyond what we're going to see in terms of what he brings to you on the floor, just how nice was it to know you could look down the bench and yeah. see him again ready to go for yeah. you? Yeah, the only thing better than looking down the bench and seeing him <laughs> was looking on the court and seeing him. That was actually awesome. And uh, he's such a special player. And he's, he, he's taken these massive jumps every single year. And, you know, we've talked about a lot. By the data, he's our best offensive and our best defensive player on the team this year. And he certainly uh, has played incredible. And the, the one, among the many gifts that he gives us, it was so easy to incorporate him back into the deal. We just checked him into the game and he – you know, came up with a huge deal for a layup and banged a three, and we're like, yep, Spence is back. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. It was awesome. So this win streak has happened uh, during a lot of the Christmas and New Year's holidays. There's been no school after final exams. Yeah. Uh, has that been a part of it, too, was the fact that these guys could kind of, although there was ha- holiday times, kind yeah. of focus on just being in the gym and being with the guys? Yeah, that's actually been r- a huge benefit for us. So we've kind of gone back to two-a-days, not like we did in, not like we do in training camp, but where we're doing film and walkthrough in the morning, and then we're practicing in the afternoon, and, and no class has allowed us to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's been super important. It's been super beneficial for our guys, and, and not just the time together, but the, the kind of educational thinking time has been really, really good for our guys. You mentioned the Purdue game doing something to you in the rankings that way. Um, net. You and I, we both know when the first net comes out every year. Yeah. We track it day to day. And, and BYU started in a spot that wasn't where you're used to being. I think we were like 360. No, no, it never got that bad. Uh, but at one point, let's say the low point was yeah. 216. Yep. You've gone from 216 to the low 90s yep. right now in the space of this win streak, closer to where you want to be. That's yep. another sign of progress, another, uh, another measure of how this team is playing. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, uh, you know, I usually look at the net every single day. I've looked at it one time uh, this whole season because it's, it's, it's not, you know, you know, we haven't earned the right to be in that conversation yet. We're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but right now we've just dedicated all of our energy to, to just trying to just for us to get better. Like the, the, you know, national, all that stuff is just, it's too big for us right now. It's just, we're in the nuts and bolts of getting better every day. And it's been super functional for us. And I think we're going to stay there. I think we're going to live there all year long. So the only time I'm going to learn about the net is when I'm on the show with G. Mm-hmm. With G. Well, but, but taking one bite at a time though has been obviously yeah. very helpful to you guys. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We talked about it in media, in uh, the press conference today, you know, the, uh, you know, we had, um, a really tough trip to the Bahamas, but we finished up with a, a really magical win against Dayton. And then I think we came home straight from that and we lost a really tough game to South Dakota, a, a, a good team, but not a great team. And then lost a back-to-back to UVU. And we were, we were really, and you know, we had lost Spencer and we were really, we were lost. And, and um, 
you know, we did something that you don't do very often with a team. We, we sat down um, and you're always trying to build confidence and build belief. And, and we did the opposite. We kind of sat down all together and just looked at each other and said, guys, let's just face the truth. We're not very good right now. We're just not a very good team right now. For a lot of different reasons, we're not a very good basketball team right now. I can't remember ever actually saying that with a team, ever. And um, a, a testament to our guys' character and their heart, um, we all willingly acknowledged what we were. And from that moment on, it got to be full steam ahead. Let's get better. And it was actually super freeing. It was actually an unbelievably positive process for our guys to go through. And they're growing into a, you know, we're going to be a really good team. Eventually, we're going to grow into a really good team. And, and we didn't waste any time after that. And so that was the impetus for these guys kind of making a run. And it's been super, it's been really exciting. Well, ever since that reset, you haven't lost. Yeah, let's. Let's go. Yeah. Keep going. All right. Uh, two games and two wins last week. Let's get into some highlights and stats presented by Intermountain Healthcare. We'll start with a look back at uh, BYU's WCC opener at Pacific. Tigers took down BYU in last season's visit. Uh, Cougs looking for some payback in their last ever stop in Stockton. Jackson Robinson got things going from three, and there was Spencer Johnson. His first game back, first shot back, and he bangs yeah. a three. Yeah, I mean, he's just seamlessly just fit back into everything. It was so beautiful. Noah with the third of three threes to open the highlight. Rudy Williams has become kind of a master of the mid-range at times yeah. this season. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been so effective. And his, his decision-making in the last three weeks, it, it just watching him grow before our eyes has been spectacular. Spencer Johnson. You'll notice, uh, I don't even know if you remember in that clip, but Spencer kind of pulled up and was very gentle on that lap. You know that's when he got hurt uh, against Butler, right? That's right. He was on a breakaway, got hit, got turned around in air. Heel came down, and so that was his first game back in live action. You could tell he kind of pulled up on the lab and said, all right, I'm just going to be proceed with a little caution here. Thankfully, he did. We're in the second half now. Dallin Hall, a couple big threes for you guys yeah. to try to pull away. So I think we mentioned this before, but you know, the first one yeah. of those step backs, he shot right in front of me was a step back. And as the ball was leaving his hands, I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> and it went in. And so the second time I didn't say anything. All right. What do guys say when Jackson banks in? The yeah, dude, Jackson, actually, Jax doesn't smile very much, but he smiled. He looked right <laughs> at me, big giant grin on his face after that shot. BYU by 22 on the Spencer Johnson make. And then uh, this was the first of uh, two Atiki alley-oops on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. And Rich he did an unbelievable job getting a driving line and coming off. And for a freshman, you know, forward, power forward to make that play and have that vision special. And then, you know, Atiki is giving us an aerial game. And that's, as we move forward, having that component is so important. And, and Atiki's the guy to give it to us. Here are your stats in this 20-point triumph at Pacific. Interestingly, BYU, and this is not your formula for success, yeah. I know, but you're 4-1 with 20 or more turnovers. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> So my guys keep telling me, Coach, relax. <laughs> it's not a big deal. We're we can overcome it. our games and we turn it over 20 times. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, let's get a little deeper into Spencer Johnson and his first game back from five weeks off. Five weeks, no game action, just rehabbing that knee that he hurts in the Bahamas. And he comes back and he scores 15, three rebounds, adds an assist and a steal. You played him 21 minutes. Was that in the neighborhood of what you thought you might get from him going in? No, I didn't think I would get to 20. Okay. I, you know, um, and so you remember that game, I kept kind of trying to run three minutes and pull him out real quick and rest him for 45 seconds just was just you know like we need Spence for the we need him for the long haul here and um, he came back pretty fast from from a very serious injury and so uh, I was just elated that he made it through the game obviously he played great 
How was his uh, his recovery from it? He had the quick turnaround of the weekend, but how was he feeling after the game? Yeah, he's been great. After both games, he's great. You know, he's full practice the last two days. We practiced hard the last two days, and he's been full practice, so he's doing terrific. Jackson Robinson had a career-high 17 points for you in the Pacific game, and uh, it's his, actually, it was his fifth game with four or more threes. So he has these games where he gets going yep. and, and becomes a huge factor for you. Yeah, and, and he's dangerous. You know, when he, 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 he does so many different things on the floor, but when he is making shots, he's really dangerous because you really can't take a shot away. There, there's really no way to stop him from shooting. It's just a matter of if he makes them or not. He was certainly feeling this game. And then the, the six rebounds he grabbed were one off a career high. And we see him doing more these days than just making threes for you, too. Yeah, and you think about Jax right now, we're kind of, you know, it seems like three out of the last four games we've matched him up with point guards. Like, he's guarding point guards. He's at the point of attack every single game. And his length and his feet just have such an incredible impact on the game defensively. Um, that's where he's making the kind of every single day, every single play contribution that's helping us win. So he's grading out well as a defender. Oh my gosh, yes. And it's, it's super interesting. It's just his length and his balance and his mobility. Um, he, he Sometimes he makes really de difficult defensive situations uh, look easy. In fact, uh, we've come to, to the point now where every day in practice, um, I'm juicing the scout team and juicing the other guys on the team like somebody go, you know, slice and dice jacks and he's kind of taking it personally it's actually been super fun the whole team's jumped in and nice we tried to iso tc on him today and it didn't end well for tc Trading so christensen yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes <laughs> in the future well after winning their wcc opener thursday it was a back home for the cougars saturday it was a showdown with portland byu looking to remain perfect in provo against the pilots BYU had a 14-0 all-time home record going for them against Portland. It would go to 15-0, spoiler alert. Uh, Gideon George uh, with the first bucket of the game for you. Spencer Johnson checks in, and as soon as he checks in, he's bound to get on the score sheet. Which yeah, is I mean, he doesn't waste any time, right? He's like, hey, guys, let me come fix this. It, you know, it was 3-2. The score was 3-2, like six minutes. minutes into the game. <laughs> and Spencer's like, enough. Let me get this going. And yeah, Richie Saunders uh, gets, in, gets in the game. And then uh, uh, Spencer Johnson, again, got a couple little, uh, couple little baseline drives in the first yeah. half. Uh, he, he just, uh, he's got a knack and he's got an understanding of the game and he kind of, he understands where players are and how to attack. Including and, his, where his teammates are. That like was a huge yeah. gator pass. Um, we were a little stuck. We were kind of misreading how they were guarding ball screens, especially high ball screens. They were kind of tagging from the corner and letting the wing protect. And we didn't see it very well early. We didn't adjust, but Spence obviously made a huge play there. So no Tyler Robertson, no Moses Wood for Portland. It was showtime, as in Pat, uh, Christian Scholand, and he was tremendous. Yeah, he, he was he was unbelievable. Uh, you know, they needed him to have a huge game, and he had a huge game. He delivered, and um, you know, he, he's uh, he's a really really talented player. There's not a lot of people that are going to blow by Gideon George and dunk on a Tiki Ali Tiki. That just doesn't happen very much. And, yeah. Um, he did it from, you know, he scored from 30 feet, he scored from two feet, he scored off the move, he scored in the post, uh, he scored from the free throw line. He was really, really dynamic and he was all we could handle. And that's when a guy's feeling it, that yep. move right there, and he hits it. And then, yep. so you're down 26-23, a little shot in the arm you get, though, from Dallin Hall right before the horn. Yeah, uh, you know, Dallin's got a little knack. He loves getting a switch. Like, please, everybody in the future, switch one <laughs> five on him so we can mess around with the five because right now he's just like an assassin when you switch a five onto him. Tie ball game at halftime. 
And in the Mark Pope era, BYU's never lost a game when tied at the break. They get out of those ties pretty well. It was 26-all. BYU gets it done in the second half, and Gideon George was a big part of it. And those are our two back-to-back uh, -back first plays of the second half. You saw, uh, we talked about not reading the situation, not reading the ball screen coverages very well. And Dallin comes, comes right out of the gates on the first play and hits the short roll quick and gives Foose a chance to make it. And then Rudy Williams, the very next possession, comes off and comes to two feet and finds the empty corner that's been abandoned the whole time that we weren't finding. It just is, it, those two point guards have grown immensely. It's been really fun to watch them. Richie's reverse lay-in gives BYU a nine-point lead. And then it was an array of shots from Gideon George on this night. Uh, Foose gets hand in for a steal, and then Spencer Johnson's going to finish it off at the other end. And again, another breakaway layup yeah. type situation. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll have a little bit of PTSD every time he gets one of those, but he gets a right. lot of them because he's causing so many turnovers defensively. So it's not going away. And then Atiki back to back to back. And here's the square up game. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the play that most of our guys were most excited about because it's not the shot Atiki traditionally shoots. And then you can see Atiki was excited about that play, but Noah was way more excited because we watched we watched a clip where Richie found Atiki in the air. Uh -huh. And Noah and Atiki are boys. They're like best friends. And so I know Atiki was like, man, the freshman is even past me that. Why won't you get me one? And so Noah finally got on the board. Yes, he did. Uh, to perfection, BYU wins it by 13 on this night. And yes, BYU stayed perfect against Portland, 15-0 all-time in Provo. And again, making their living on the uh, on the glass. Another double-digit advantage rebound game for BYU. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that is what's kept us afloat. And it's super important. It's going to continue, even as we continue to play better and better and better, still the heart and soul of this team is going to be us on the glass. No one had more than Gideon's 20 for BYU. And near double-double for Gideon. Uh, 20 points and 9 rebounds. And, and he played 35 minutes. We almost never left the floor. Yep. And, and that's you know nice in, in contrast to the games where he's seen early foul trouble and has to sit more yeah. than you'd like. Well, and you know, on these, on these Thursday, Saturday games, especially when you're traveling, which we traveled between, um, you're always worried about fatigue, especially guys playing big minutes. And so G was like, coach, against Pacific, I'm gonna be in foul trouble the whole night, so I'm totally rested to go against Portland. And it worked out well it's a great for plan. us. It's a vet, that's a vet move, man, vet move. Now, the, 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 the strategy involved with this personnel is, is, is remarkable right now. You know, both those clips, you see G uh, making plays off two feet, which is such an important part of what we do. He's, he's getting better every day. Team high plus 17 for Gideon George as he scores 20. Again, nearly double-double, 20 and 9. Uh, BYU's undefeated 4-0 uh, when he does get to a double-double. He was close, and Foose was also close to a double-double. He had 12 and 8. And and you look at Foose's line, and, and I like to focus on just one aspect, that he draws eight fouls. Yeah. And drawing fouls is one thing, yeah. but having bigs that can make people pay for fouling him is another. Yeah. And during the seven-game win streak, he's gone 30 for 33 at the free throw line. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like what he's done at the free throw line is incredible. It's actually been the most impressive of all the impressive things he does. That, that's been the most impressive. And he's working really hard on it. He's, he's made a little adjustment to his free throw shot um, that is serving him well right now. He's been super committed to it and his focus has been great. He's excited to get the line. He's trying to get to the line. There wasn't much to fix at all because he was mid 70s last year. Like yep. he was low to mid. Yep. So, what, what is it? This is a guy that's been relatively new to the game yeah. as a person, right? Yeah. What makes someone of his size 
uh, and strength. So it's such a soft and good free throw shooter. Well, if, first of all, he's got a touch and a feel. So you'll, you know, when you watch uh, Fusi, he's so talented with these quicks too, and that's very much a touch and a feel shot. Um, it's a, it's a non-traditional shot, and it takes a ton of touch and a ton of feel. So he's got that instinctively, and then he's just really consistent, like. You know, for him, we're, we're, we're trying to make him more consistent, just put a little more air under the ball, a little bit more arch because he shoots it really flat. And for him to be this accurate shooting as flat as he does, it gives him very little room for error. Mm. He's very, very precise um, in terms of his, his free throws. Uh, they're always the same trajectory. And so he's it's a, it's a skill he's been good at that he's growing. He's also got a... A mature calmness when he steps to the line, and that's probably the most important part. Um, you know, he's he's not frazzled when he steps to the line. He's he's a believer, and he, he steps to the line. and He shoots with confidence. Don't want to use the word luxury because you expect your guys to be good, but for any coach to be able to look to his to his primary post, who's going to get hit a yeah. lot and know he's got, what what kind of confidence does that give you well, in how you run your game? It's a huge deal for us, and it's an even bigger deal for for defensive game planning right now. Right now, over the last few games, people have been kind of running there and fouling him belligerently because you can't stop him. But what they're starting to see is he's actually way more efficient from the free throw line than he is when you just challenge him without fouling on the field. And so he's, he's really, really making it difficult to scout him right now. Fantastic. All right, break time. And as we break, this reminder that for your day-to-day Cougar Sports play-by-play, tune in to BYU Sports Nation. Join Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan weekdays, noon Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. When we come back, we'll have a deep blue feature on former BYU standout Elijah Bryant. And we'll welcome in special guest Atiki Ali Atiki as BYU basketball with Mark Pope continues. Stay with us. We're back after this. BYU basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Cascade Collision Repair, serious about perfection. And by Smith's, fresh for everyone. That's a big old head, Coach Pope, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> He's getting a little rounder every year. <laughs> I need to get back to the. I need to get back to the felt. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Uh, tonight it is the return of Deep Blue as we tell the stories of current and former Cougars in a more up close and personal fashion. And tonight we hit the hardwoods with a former Cougar hoopster who has experienced winning at the highest levels at the next level. And while winning an NBA title and EuroLeague championship in back-to-back seasons is great, overcoming the challenges of a professional life to maintain a strong family life is what matters most to Elijah Bryant. I love basketball from a young age. Um, never really knew how good I was per se, but my mom just continued to put me in position to succeed or get better. As Elijah was growing up, we went to many different environments for basketball. Um, Some good, some bad, some we felt comfortable in, and some not so much. But what I wanted to make sure was that he was out of his environment, out of his element where he was being challenged, where he was being made to you know, sink or swim. She's helped Elijah in so many aspects of his life, whether it be school, pushing him to get good grades, to basketball, driving him two hours each way just to his practice. So we would go from Athens all the way to College Park, Adamsville, which is right next to the airport. 
So, I mean, I still get anxiety till this day when I go down there. Hold on, like, we're the only people here, like, that look like this. Like, you're screaming at the other team, the ref. Like, we're kind of out of place here. I think we should calm down. So, definitely made me play a little bit more nervous, anxious in the games. It's like that saying, you know, killed or be killed. And he had to go through that from the age of eight to 18 to where he was used to competing with the best and the most aggressive. My teachers used to always ask, you know, why is his homework, his handwriting so messy? My mom had to explain that he's always in a car. So it's kind of like the life that I got used to, but I didn't really know anything else because I didn't play with my friends as much, so. Back to Bryant for three. So I remember two things really specifically about Elijah Bryant. I remember uh, he was here at camp when I was an assistant here as a high school camper. And he was a talented player that we felt like couldn't shoot, which is crazy. It tells you how bad an evaluator I am. Elijah Bryant, man, did I miss out on that recruiting opportunity. Um, I think I was the head coach at Southern Utah at the time, and Coach Pope was an assistant at BYU. And he gave me a call, right, about this young man, a man of faith out of Georgia. I was at Utah Valley at the time, but I heard about a really good player. I know he had to sit out his first year at BYU, but I kept on hearing his name. Played NBA Summer League, you know, ended up as an NBA champion, right, a Euro League, right, champion. He's one of our most certainly decorated alumni ever here at BYU. More importantly, he's a great human being, uh, loves this gospel, and is a great example for all of our guys. The biggest growth was definitely moving overseas, not having family, not having friends, not knowing the language. I think our life is just always up in the air, and it took a while to get used to. It just hits you that you're like, you just have to be connected to that person. Even if you're fighting with that person, you just need to be around them because you have nothing else. And that's just what's grown us so much. So I find a lot of comfort in having her by my side when it comes to those situations. Everyone's like, oh, don't you guys get bored of each other? And it's like, no, he's my best friend. Like, I love being around him. During COVID, we came home and my team decided to start the season back up. And it was kind of one of those situations where, what am I supposed to do? My wife's eight months pregnant. I'm under contract with this team, but they're not acting like, they're not treating me like I'm a human. Like, I feel like, you know, but to their credit, obviously they're, they have something they're trying to do, but I wanted to stay here and be with my wife just in case something happened. It was like the hardest time when he got the call that he had to go back. We just prayed, and I just had a feeling that everything was going to work out how it was supposed to work out. So we got to the airport, and she's crying all stuff. And I'm literally holding back my tears because I don't want her to see me cry. But as soon as I, like, turn around, I just started bawling, crying. We prayed that he would come in time for the baby. He didn't know if he would make it in time. Uh, I was due on August 3rd, and he was supposed to come home August 2nd. So we were just praying. Man, there were, there were nights where, like, I just couldn't sleep, like I just felt so bad and so, like I'm supposed to be choosing my family over work, right? But am I doing the right thing? I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. But all the stars aligned, he was able to finish the season earlier, like by two days. He got the championship. Landed and then within 12 hours, Blue was born. So it was a crazy scenario, but it was a blessing for sure.
the sacrifice that my mom's put in for me to get to this position, and now the sacrifice my wife's putting in for me to sustain and continue to excel in this position, those are definitely my two biggest heroes and supporters. Whether it's being a dad, he'll do anything 110%, he'll put up shots with our son Blue that's only two, he'll take him to gymnastics, take him to swimming, he'll do everything with him. I think it allows Blue, me, my brothers, to have something and also grow up and know how to be dedicated, work with the team, deal with adversity. And all those things are taught, I felt, feel really well through sports. There was really not a choice, you know? And I know that's kind of weird as a parent to think, but there was no choice in my house. It was, okay, we're gonna do basketball, we're gonna do it. Did we come to crossroads where we sat there and had those hard conversations of, you know, I don't know if I wanna do this anymore. Oh, you wanna do it. We're gonna do it. You wanna play in the NBA, or you wanna play in the NFL, or you wanna be a lawyer, we're gonna go full tilt to that. And some parents might say, oh, that's too much, but well, what else are they gonna do? They're not gonna have anything for themselves when they're done. Is it hard? Yes. We might need to reroute, yes. Turn the wheel a little bit to get around the bump, but we're gonna still do it. She always tells you once in a while, she's like, you're a good father. You're a good son, like, but it's rare like that, that side comes out of her because she's so the dominant, you know, screaming at you in practice. But when she comes out, I'm like, thanks, Mom. I know she's proud, but it's hard to get it out of her. Like, so I'd be really interested to see what she had to say about me, for sure. This kid is literally my rock. I mean, when I tell you that Heavenly Father knew I needed him, you know, I had Elijah really young. And it wasn't the easiest thing, you know. I was 19, and he's been there for me. He's been there for his brothers. He, he is an amazing man. Really nice story. Come on. Yeah. I mean, what, what a what an extraordinary person. You think about Elijah. He, you know, we we talked about this, but he won a NBA championship the very next year. Won a Euroleague championship. Only happened one time in the whole history of basketball before him. And it's probably the least impressive thing about him, you know, just a, just a, you know, cares about his family and cares about his gospel and his mom, who I don't know, seems incredible. Mm -hmm. It's pretty great. Yeah. Well, excellent. We're glad and we'll also uh, be recruiting blue. I think <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that. I might get an NCAA uh, little issue for that. But blue, we're coming for you, baby. Say it on national TV. <laughs> Just give us 15 years or so. We'll be all over you. All right. In, uh, in Saturday, it's Saturday night's game with the Portland Pilots, the Cougars uh, were looking to keep Portland at bay when Atiki Ali Atiki began having his way back to back to back buckets, as we saw, as the Cougs pushed their lead to double digits and kept that lead at 10 plus the rest of the way. Tonight, he's our special guest back here with us in Studio C. Please welcome in and welcome back Atiki Ali Atiki. Everyone is taken care of. I love it. How are you? Good to see you. Have a seat. Good to see you. All right. So we just had the snowiest December in decades. Like it's been, it's a snow, it's snowier than normal. And we started January with more snow. Are you okay with this? Uh, not really. I don't like the snow. <laughs> like snow. Tell us about where you grew um, up. Uh, that's a good up. It's no, still like he has different swarm there. Although the sun, it rained a lot though. And 
I live in Canada for four years. It snows there a lot, more than here. So when I went to Canada, I just it was just crazy winter time. It snows a lot, so I couldn't handle that. See, but, you've had your Canada years yeah. and your Utah years, and yeah. you're still not vibing with it, are nope. you? No, not at all. <laughs> no, like that. Nope. <laughs> just bring that cold, and I like I don't like the cold. Coach Pope. Mm -hmm. This is a Tiki hasn't had the chance to enjoy. This problem he hasn't had the chance to enjoy. And I, I literally was this close to taking in the guy's sledding for the first time, but then uh, sense took over, and I was like, no, we can't injure him. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, you get a Tiki on a sled one time, it's over. <laughs> he would be in heaven. How are the holidays for you? It's been good. It's been good so far. I went to Coach Kai's house, hang out with the family. Wasn't too bad. Mm -hmm. Okay, how about... Um, communicating with your family back home uh, in Africa. How often do you do that, and, and uh, what's that like? Yeah, I talk to my mom, I say every week, like every Sunday I call my mom and my sister, my close brothers, so I talk to them often, okay. which is how, good. How often do family members, are, where, where do they all live right now, your, your closest family? Uh, they're all still in Tanzania, in Mwanza, so mm -hmm. yeah, everybody's there. Have, have, any, have anyone come over for games to see you play? No, yeah, but they will for sure, they will one day. That'll be special, Coach yeah. Pope, right? Mm -hmm. It'll be really special. Yeah. It's, 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 been, uh, it's been super humbling to watch what Atiki's been able to do for his family. Um, everything from uh, just giving his family something to cheer for to, to um, providing means where, you know, life-saving operations can happen and everything in between. Mm. Like, he's become, you know, uh, the stand-in father for his family. And it's, it's been super inspiring to watch. His, his burden is not light, but he's, he's doing amazing things for his, yeah. for his home. Coach Pope, when did you first become acquainted with, uh, with Atiki's name and his game? Well, we started recruiting Atiki like a year and a half before he actually got here. Uh, and he was pretty raw, and I never got to see him play in person because COVID shut everything down in Canada. Um, but he was his host family uh, was was um, the Provenzanos that we got to know really well through the recruitment. And Coach Provenzano uh, is a great coach, a better human being, and tough as nails. And so anytime you get to recruit somebody as talented as Atiki, where his mentor is saying, he's going to be ready to help you when he's a junior or a senior, <laughs> it's a luxury because most people are saying, hey, he's the best player you have right now. And, and the thing is that Coach Provenzano and the whole Provenzano family, and obviously Atiki's family in Tanzania, like instilled in him like a hunger and a passion and humility is special. And, and we're seeing now as a young sophomore um, the incredible things that you can do on the basketball court. It's awesome. How do you like being a BYU Cougar? I love it. I love it. Nice. Now we got some best fans ever. <laughs> nice people out here, so I love it. Yep. And your team has won seven games in a row, which is pretty awesome. Yes, yes, pretty awesome. It's not, it's not that easy, but we just, we all like, we do everything together, you know, we trust our teammates and we work together. That's why we'll be able to do good in games. How big a deal is it to you be, for you guys to be going through the WCC for one last time? Uh, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for us because we want that. We, we want it so bad, so it's a big deal. Okay, back on the road this week yeah. uh, to Southern California. Mm -hmm. What's road life like on the back, when you, uh, life like when you guys get on the road together? Uh, just have to do the same thing we've been doing yeah, at the team. So that's all. Just have to do the same thing. Just have to work hard, work for your teammates. And we should be good. How about off the court when you guys go on road trips? Are they fun? 
So fun. So fun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is it, it coach, is it easy to tell they're having fun when they hit the road? Well, Tiki, yeah. Tiki makes everything fun, actually. <laughs> I don't worry about a Tiki having fun. I worry about a Tiki having too much fun sometimes. <laughs> a Tiki brings so much joy. Like, I mean, it is impossible to be in the locker room, be on the court, uh, unless you're an opposing player and not love T. He's got so much juice and so much joy, and he's so kind, and he's looking out for his guys, and he's quick to laugh, and he's like – crazy funny <laughs> crazy funny it's awesome well hopefully we'll have some more laughs after this break because on the way <laughs> coach pope and atiki ali atiki will play pope Janeri when byu basketball with mark pope continues stick with us All right, uh, welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Uh, it is time for fun and games. We're already having it, but here's the official fun and games portion of the program. Uh, and, and this week it's Pope Janeri. We know about Pictionary. It's Pope Janeri. I like it. The graphics are incredible. We spare no expense. All right, here's how it works. I will give you, each of you, one, uh, one at a time, a card that has a BYU theme on the card. You have 30 seconds to draw what is ever is on the card. We're using pictures. We're not putting letters or words. We're using pictures, obviously. Mm-hmm. Coach Pope, you've got the left side and the yeah. people in the stands up there. And so left side and you people are with Coach Pope. And then right side for Coach, uh, rather for, for Atiki down here. Yeah. Okay. Um, so your side can guess the drawing at any point during the drawing during 30 seconds. And if you get the picture correct, you get a point. After 30 seconds, you get one final guess. I'm winning this. <laughs> no, no, I'm, if I'm you're incorrect, this. I'm, I'm winning this. The other I'm side can this. steal after okay. 30 seconds. Each person draws four pictures. We'll have a tiebreaker if we need one. All right? Yep. We start things off with Atiki Ali Atiki. Come receive your card. Okay. Don't say what's on it. Don't, 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 don't say, don't say yep. what's on it. I want. I want. Okay, you see what's on it? Yep. Who saw it? Who was it? Did they see it? I read it. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I didn't know it was it. Okay. You might get That's right. Just draw it yep. anyway. Just draw it anyway. This, okay. this would be a practice right. round for points. Okay. Uh, in the rehearsal. Do you, do you, need, you have any part. questions? You got it. Oh, I, think I, see, I think I got it. Okay, you got it. it. Now, did yep. you guys see it? No. Let's flip, let, let's flip sides. Okay, so oh. you get this side. Now you get okay. this side. All right. There we go. Now we're good. Okay. No, no, you got to no, draw. You got to draw. I got to draw first. But you're now working with these people. Go. You have to be big or not? You got big enough for them to see. Just big enough they can see. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You got to hurry, T. (laughs) (laughs) You got 15 seconds. Yep. Ah, come on. (laughs) I am so nervous right now. (laughs) (laughs) Then that's all. Is it time? Wow, that's 30 seconds. Is it time? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So here's. Hold on, hold on. Come here. Let me see it. Yeah. Let me see it. While G's talking, let me see what this is. So I think we did. Okay, all right. I'm going to help. I'm going to help. I'm going to help. Okay, come here. Hold on. We got it. Can we run this back? So. Okay, you want to start it over? Let's do this. <laughs> okay. We're gonna do a take we're gonna do a take two on this one. 
thought it was a picture. That's what they said. All right. Oh. We had a miscommunication on the actual card. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me try. Let me, uh, all right, let's move on let's, to the next one. Let's do one. this one. Let's we're we're, we're going to go to round two. All right. We're going to skip Coach Pope's round one. That was nearly that impossible. Yeah. For any mortal okay. human being. Here's where we're going. Okay. We're going right to Emma round just two. just like, I'm going to throw down and make okay. this really hard. Atiki, you're back up. Yep. This is round two now. Same I'm going to show you what's on the card. You come see it here. All right. Come around here. Oh, yeah. You got that one? Yep. Yeah, I got that one. I, was gonna, uh, I got that one. Okay, yep. go for it. All right, let's see what you got, one. brother. Ah! <laughs> okay, go. Ah! Yeah! Okay, okay. we're, we're heading I'm the right direction right here. Now. I'm feeling it right now. There we go. Hey! Yes, let's go! Got it. They got it, Atiki. They got, got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Nicely done. Yes, right. sir. So, Atiki's side, keep, keep the marker. Yep. Keep Good the marker. Job, man. Okay, Atiki's was, side got this one. That was awesome. All right, Coach Pope. Okay, bring it. I'm going to show you. Come back here, take a look at it, and then you go for I'm it. I'm going to erase this. You want an eraser? Nope, I got okay. it. Cool. All right. <laughs> the sweats were made for him. Actually, All right. I'm, I'm actually a magician with these. Oh my gosh. Okay. You okay, it. you guys ready? Okay, 30 seconds. Right, do I have to, I can, I can do any symbols, anything I want? Sure. Okay, you guys okay, ready? Go. Oh, I like that. Right. Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. I got a good team. <laughs> I got a good team right now. Very all right. nice. All right, we're one all. Okay. One more. All right, Gatiki, you're all up next. Right. Okay. I'm gonna help him. Okay. I'm just gonna. I, I don't. Make think sure. I, I, I just want to make sure. I don't him. think okay. he needs your okay, help good. on this yeah. one. Right. <laughs> he definitely doesn't on that one. I right, got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 30 seconds, go. <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> Do it good, Atiki. Do it good, man. Too good. Oh, I think they get it. They got it. But keep going, because I want to see the finished product. <laughs> 15 seconds. Just a very little bit of hair. <laughs> Bro, my eyes are so small. <laughs> uh, did, did they already say it? Did they already say it? Hey, but at, yeah, they said it. But at least I'm smiling. That's they said it, yeah, they said it right. Yeah, so they said it. Boom. So say it again. It was Coach Pope. You got it. Yes. Yeah, clearly. That's clearly Pope. Right. Okay. Good job. So, that was excellent. All right. We are, we are looking at, we are 2-1. Okay. The hair, the hair wins it. Yeah, gives it away. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not in love with the way you depicted my nose, little man. All right. Oh, my gosh. You got it, Coach. Woo. All right, 30 seconds starting. Wait, he's deep in thought. He's conceptualizing. Okay, I, I have no idea where to go with this, but I'm going to try. I think I know what I would do on this one. You do? Keep it go the same direction. Okay. Okay, go. 30 seconds now. All right, I'm going to do a, um, boy, I don't know if I can do this. There, and then I think these are there, these are there, and the 
this is, uh, just, just think. Like, <laughs> where are we, right? You should know this, yes? Yeah, oh, there we go. Oh, we are so close. <laughs> there we go. Here we go. Roar up. We got it. I got a good team. Okay. Bad artist, good okay. team. Bad stuff. Thank you, guys. Okay. We're going to go directly to the tiebreaker on this Here. one. Where is it? 2-2. Two, two. You guys are both looking at this. Come on, Coach okay. Pope. You're going to have to do this at the same time. Okay, gotcha. Oh. Oh, what is this? Do you know that person? Uh-uh. I know, I, know, I know him. Okay. Let's ask the guy. So we got to draw that. Uh, yeah. uh, you got to draw it. Uh-uh. Okay. You each take a side of the board, and we'll give you 30 seconds, and whoever's side shouts it out first for their guy is the winner. Let's go. All right. Are you ready? 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, we, should go, uh, we should go different sides, because your group is here. Okay, go. Okay. I think he's getting quite artistic. I like That's this. That's really good. Yeah. How come he, he's so much more handsome than I was? <laughs> yeah, okay, he still has the wide eyes, though. <laughs> All right, our time is is maybe up. What can we what can we guess based on what we've got here? Ah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> we know it's a human face. Famous too. Famous. Yeah. We're gonna reveal at the same time. Okay. Uh, you tell me what you're doing. You ready? Yep. Okay, bring it. Okay. <laughs> Jimmer. Jimmer. That was oh, good. Was the answer, oh. yes. Jimmer, you beat me. Jimmer Fredette. You beat me. I got it. Got you. Go Atiki side is the winner. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> Atiki does win. Thank yes, you guys. guys. Thank you. Thank you. Next Tuesday, BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. It's Tuesdays at 8.30 Eastern, 6.30 Mountain on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Coming up next, some social media questions for Coach Atatiki as BYU Basketball with Mark Pope continues here on BYU TV and BYU Radio. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried & Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Cascade Collision Repair, serious about perfection. And by Smith's, fresh for everyone. All right, social media Q&A time on the program. First question goes to both of you. Uh, and the question is, what is one thing BYU basketball will bring to the Big 12 that stands out to you guys? Atiki, what do you think? Well, of course, you got that. Well, the thing that stands out to me is we're bringing a Tiki Ali Tiki to the Big 12. There we go. Yeah, he, he fits in that league, and he's getting better. He's, he's improving so much every single day. It's awesome. And we're getting, you know, we just saw that on Saturday. And um, the other thing I think we get to bring in the Big 12 is we get to bring Cougar Nation. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the opportunity for these teams to come in, in the Merritt Center and play is going to be really special for them uh, as well as it is for us. And so I think we got a couple things. Okay, second question. Uh, do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? Have you heard of those, Atiki? You know what uh -uh. those are? I never heard of So when uh, the New Year starts, yeah. you say, I'm going to do this this year, do something special. Anything you have in mind you want to do in 2023? Uh, just get better. Get better, everything, yep. Okay, Coach mm -hmm. Pope? 
Atiki doesn't have anything really left to accomplish in school because he passed American Heritage last semester. So, so really, like, he's reached the Mount Everest of academic accomplishments, right? Yep, that was big time. So, that class, yeah. Thanks, God. Yeah. Our, our producer, Hema, uh, had a question for Atiki. He says, as a 5'10 guy, is Hema 5'10? Are you 5'10? Okay. Uh, he says, as a 5'10 guy, he wants to know what feels better, dunking an alley-oop mm -hmm. or swatting a guy, blocking a shot. What feels better? Uh, dunking feels better. Yeah. <laughs> Get to hang at the rim or that's a bit out there. All right. Yeah. Uh, Hold on. I have a question. Okay. So when you dunk the ball, uh -huh. okay, are you taking a second, are you just seeing the rim and the backboard? Or are you kind of seeing the fans go crazy while you're up there? Or are you just looking at, what are you seeing? I just see the fans. You see the fans. There you go, fair enough. All right, break time. As we take another break, here's this week's trivia question presented by Cascade Collision Repair, serious about perfection. And this week's question, in 11 WCC seasons, Coming into this year, at least. How many times has BYU opened conference play with a 3-0 start? BYU would go to 3-0 if they win on Thursday. That's our question. The answer coming up next. Stay with us. BYU basketball. Mark Pope continues. Back in a bit. All right, so welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Oh, our commercial breaks. Uh, here's tonight's trivia question presented by Cascade Collision Repair. Serious about perfection. In 11 WCC seasons, how many times has BYU opened conference play with a 3-0 and start? And the answer here is one time. It was 12 years ago. It was 10 years ago. And actually, BYU went from 3-0 to 4-0. But uh, you got to get to 3-0 first. And that is the opportunity uh, this week. Uh, we have 60 seconds left, uh, Coach Pope and Atiki. And it's LMU Thursday, San Diego on Saturday. SoCal, here we come. Yeah. Atiki, you like the SoCal trip? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Coach Pope likes whatever trip you get wins on, basically. Thing is, Atiki it's just up. fun. Uh, no, it's just fun going down hope, man. That's all. Yeah. Yep. So any trip we go is always fun. We we yeah. literally whenever we go to somewhere warm weather, we're like we're gonna get off the plane. Atiki's gonna walk off the plane down the stairs. Jesus is gonna be like, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love yep. it. This is exactly how he it's will no walk cold. off the plane. It's no cold as here, so it feels like home. <laughs> when it's hot, yeah, it feels or like home. Canada. Canada. I hear you. All right. Canada's bad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, good luck this weekend, guys. Thank we'll you. see you on the road. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you next Tuesday for. Producer Hema Hemuli, Atiki Ali Atiki, and Coach Mark Pope. I'm Greg Rubel. Thanks for showing up. See you next week. <laughs>